Hi, this is Allison Rozelle, also known as Coach Roz. Um, at the time of this recording, it is Easter Sunday, so therefore I did not do a live session on Facebook. So I decided to go ahead and just do a video to go in conjunction with my blog post. And I got the inspiration for this post early, <coughs> excuse me, early this morning. And it just was me reflecting on Easter. So as I was sitting and having my coffee, I was thinking about um, the times when growing up and even in adulthood, when I would go to church and the pastor would preach about Easter Sunday. And Easter in the Christian belief is to celebrate the life, the life, death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. So to me, there are a lot of lessons that can be taken from that experience. Um, but as I was reflecting this morning, I was sitting and thinking, I was like, you know, wow, there's, there's definitely a message in that, no matter how you look at it, and really no matter what your belief systems are. So I was scrolling through Facebook and I was seeing all the Happy Easter and Happy Resurrection Day posts, and I started thinking about those sermons. And then I also started thinking about my personal starting over story. And I'm entitling this message, what has to die in you for you to live? Let me just say that. What has to die in you for you to live? So what I started doing was I sat down and I made some notes and I started thinking about what I had to do in my own personal journey in order for me to live my life. Because as it is preached that Christ came to give us life and to give it to us more abundantly. So am I living my most abundant life? And what needs to happen in order for me to get there? So here are the five things in me that I know probably affect you as well that had to die in order for me to live. <clears throat> Number one, I had to let my limiting beliefs go. My limiting beliefs had to die. And your limiting beliefs actually are those beliefs that are passed on to you either from a familial standpoint, um, cultural standpoint, um, environmental. It could be from, you know, you grew up in church or your mosque or whatever your um, belief systems are. But that's where a lot of us get our limiting beliefs. And those limiting beliefs tend to hinder us from forward movement. So I had a lot of them based on my race, my appearance, my background, etc. So I allowed a lot of things to hold me back. So what I'm saying to you is, if you want to live your most abundant life, limiting belief has to die. They have to die. Number two, procrastination. Ooh, boy, procrastination was huge for me. It was huge for me. As I know it is for a lot of us, I still fight with it. I still fight with it. Procrastination is a terrible cancer that eats away at your hopes and dreams. It just does. It's terrible. But the way that I found to fight procrastination is for you to get off your ass. So I had to get off my ass and do like Nike says, just do it. <laughs> so whatever your it is, just do it. Number three 
imposter syndrome or inner bully or kind of a meshing of both. That was my second biggest issue because I felt like, who am I to teach other women how to live, how to love themselves, how to walk in faith, how to find their purpose, how to do anything, basically, because I looked at myself as damaged, flawed, unworthy, and just not worth this calling that I know I have on my life. And this is as if God ever had any doubt <laughs> of my capabilities or ever questioned whether I should or shouldn't do this because, hello, he's the one that gave me the purpose. So if he's cool with it and he's not in doubt, why am I in doubt? Mmm, imposter syndrome, inner bully, get you every time. Got to kill that sucker. <laughs> so to walk in your abundant life, for you to live in your new renewed life, that has to die. The inner bully has to die. And I have a copy of a letter that I wrote to my inner bully that I'm sharing with you that is attached to the blog post. So click on the link and you can get that. Number four, people pleasing. Oh boy, people pleasing. This is another self-sabotaging behavior that so many of us suffer from because we want to please others. We live to please other people, especially our loved ones. Our loved ones, we want them to be happy for us. They want we want us to, we want them to be proud of us. We want them to be able to, you know, go at a girl or whatever. <laughs> So it's, it's perfectly natural. We want to make our parents proud. We want to make our kids proud, our siblings, our friends, our spouses, everybody that's near and dear to us. We want them proud. We want them happy for us, right? But what I realized was I can't live my life for them. I can't live just in a way just because it made them comfortable or made them happy. I had to do what was best for me. So that part of me, that people pleasing thing had to die for me to live. Number five, the need to control everything. Ooh, honey, <laughs> the need for me to control was out of control. I'll just say that. So what I learned is you truly, truly have to humble yourself. You truly, truly have to hum humble yourself and surrender to the divine process of life. And that includes, but not limited to, divine timing. I know, I know it's hard to wait on God and, and for everything to come together, but I promise you, when you learn to surrender your control, and let let go and let God, basically, because that's what I had to learn how to do. I stopped using it as a cliche, and I started living that. Letting go and letting God. I let it go. That unattainable perfectionism stuff, I let it go. Because it was killing me. It had to go. So it had to die for me to live. And that's what this whole Resurrection Day is teaching me and is teaching you. See, when Jesus died, 
he died the old version of him. The old version that everyone was used to had to die. So the renewed part of him could come back, could be resurrected, could be a totally new chapter and have even more power, even more abundance, even more gifts, even more everything. That's the way we should look at our lives. That old part of us those things that are hindering us, they have to die so that we can live our renewed, resurrected lives, right? So this is just a brief overview of some of the great things that I'm going to be talking about in my upcoming course called Faith, Focus, and Flow. So I could go on and on about each one of these topics because I've been there and done that, but I just want to be transparent and say, I still struggle with these things. And so this is something that doesn't ever just go away completely. But I promise you, if you learn to let go and let God, if you learn to just let life be, let it be. <laughs> and let you live life and don't let life live you. You will have life and have it more abundantly. That's the only thing I got to say. Hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank you so much for joining me. Bye for now.